to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in again. Here we are another Monday if you're listening to this on release day. Um, I hope you had the chance uh, over the week after you listened to my last episode to head over and listen to the Beyond Pretty podcast with my girl, Shaleen. Uh, If you didn't make it there last week, try to get there this week. But today's podcast theme or episode theme is all about finding love and acceptance within. And the reason I chose this topic right now is because, um, you know, I like to kind of keep it real with you guys. I don't record episodes way far in advance because I really like to talk through things that I'm personally dealing with or have had a conversation about, um, you know, recently. So this is actually a topic that came up this weekend. I was in a virtual retreat this weekend. Um, with my Beachbody family, and it was amazing. And we worked uh, a lot on personal growth. And one topic that came up from my personal story was the need to find love and acceptance just in general. For me, I see that as a, a constant theme throughout my life. And when I brought this up, other people agreed. Right. So this is a topic that I think most people or many people maybe struggle with, especially if you had the type of childhood or something that happened in the past to you that maybe made you feel unloved or you didn't quite fit in, you weren't quite accepted, you know, kind of those those types of situations. And for me personally, I realized when I, you know, got older that A lot of the actions that I took in my very young adult years, like 17, 18, 19, 20, you know, those early 20s, all were because I was just striving so hard to find somebody or or some group or something that would love me unconditionally. Because I don't think that I ever truly felt that growing up. Um, Obviously, if you've listened to past episodes, you know some history about my childhood, but just a quick recap. Um, You know, when you grow up in a home where both of your parents are addicts, um, that, that need for unconditional love is something that's always there. Because even though I know my parents loved me and still do love me, they never could give me 100% because their addiction was always number one for them. So I never had a, a relationship at the time in my you know young adult life where I had love that was unconditional. And I found myself trying to find that love in all the wrong places, trying out different groups of people, um, you know, dating the wrong people, which ultimately led to me um, becoming a mother at the age of 19 because I was in quite a crummy relationship at that point, uh, very toxic, one that was not serving me, and I desperately wanted to be loved. 
and accepted by this person and decided that having a baby would do that for me, that it would make him love me unconditionally because I was the mother of his child, that it would cause him to start treating me the right way, that that having a baby, that that baby would then love me unconditionally. And that would fix all my problems, fix all my, you know, depression, it would fix the anxiety that I had, it would solidify my future. That was my thought at the time. And obviously, I know now, and many of us know now that having a child, because you're trying to fix something in your life is not the solution to your problem. However, at the time, that's what I believed. I desperately wanted to be loved so bad that I would do anything to feel that love and that acceptance. And now, obviously, as I'm older, and I've grown, and I've matured, um, I've noticed that this is a running theme with a lot of people. Um, A lot of people grew up feeling not the most loved, or maybe they felt really loved by their family, but not very well accepted outside of their family. You know, people that didn't have a lot of friends. You know, I personally feel like I was in a place where I never really had a lot of friends growing up. And I have a very hard time fitting in to a group of women. Like I've always just struggled with that. Um, And that is likely my own doing. But I've just kind of been that person that whenever I was in a group, I never felt like I fully fit in. So, you know, my whole life, especially those teen years and young adult years, I was just thirsty for love. (laughs) I was thirsty for a family. I was thirsty for, um, you know, a group of people that would accept me for who I am. And I know that this is something a lot of us have struggled with. And I also know that our teenage years are tough. And I feel like most teenagers... Um, And young adults probably go through something similar, no matter what their history is, because you don't really know who you are, right? Like, as you get older, you start learning like, wow, I could be different, I could, you know, do new things, maybe I fit in better with a different circle of friends, maybe this circle of friends isn't right for me. Um, You know, all of those things. And that's part of I think a normal kind of child to adulthood journey to go through as well. Um, But definitely, I know now And I've started to learn more and heal more and process more and learning how to love and accept yourself and not needing to expect that from anyone else is really where you want to start. So if you're someone that's struggling right now, um, or maybe you look back in your life and you're like, oh, yeah, that was that was probably me, too. Or, Or maybe I'm there right now where I'm not feeling as accepted as I want to be or you're searching for that group of friends or maybe that like virtual group of friends which is what I have really found recently is my you know my crew a lot of them are online that's where I feel love and accepted it is honestly within my Beachbody community Uh, the other coaches that I work with uh, my clients are just our community is a wonderful accepting place now having said that um, we all struggle with that voice inside our heads that is constantly criticizing us. We criticize ourselves all the time. We're second guessing ourselves all the time about the way we look, the way our hair is. Is my makeup right? Should I not wear makeup at all? 
Um, don't say that. Why did you say that? Oh my God, you sounded so stupid. Look at that picture. It looks so bad. Don't post that. You know, this constant voice of criticism in our head that is telling us we're not good enough. And so we have a hard time loving ourselves and accepting ourselves for who we are because number one, our thoughts tell us not to. So that's like the first place that you need to start working on is the inside, the thoughts, the self-talk. What are you telling yourself? You know, we all have a basically a constant um, conversation going on inside our heads all day long, whether you recognize it or not. And some people you actually hear like your own voice talking to you inside your head. And some people it's more just thoughts. Um, but there is a constant conversation happening in your head all day long. And if you slow down and listen to it, you'll actually recognize it. We are talking to ourselves and thinking all day. And what we need to start doing is realizing what thoughts are going through your head all day. Are they constantly criticizing yourself, your worth, your abilities, right? So if my self-talk is consistently negative, whether it be about my looks or how smart I am or the choices I make or the words that I say, if I'm constantly criticizing that, there's no possible way that I could feel comfortable with myself in a way where I could say, I fully love and accept who I am. So your self-talk is really where you need to start to start accepting and loving yourself for who you are right now at this very moment. And your self-talk is something that really does take work and conscious effort to change because most of us are so set in our ways. We're so set in our self-talk ways. It is so easy to self-criticize all day long. Every little move that you make, your brain is thinking about it, rethinking about it, you know, reminding you what you did right, what you did wrong, but most of the time it's what you did wrong. So if you can start paying attention to the self-talk, to the words that go through your mind, especially when they're words of judgment, and stop yourself from telling yourself negative thoughts? Can you stop yourself in the middle of, oh, that was so terrible, or oh, you're so dumb, or why did you say that? Can you stop that thought? Or if that thought crosses your mind, because sometimes we don't catch it when it's coming across, but as soon as it crosses your mind, you stop and say, nope, that's not right, and correct it. Correct it with a positive piece of self-talk, which could look something like this. Maybe you just spoke on a conference call, gave a presentation, whatever, and the first thought that crosses your mind is, oh, I sounded so stupid when I said that, whatever it was. Stop there. Say, actually, I'm really proud of myself for speaking in front of a group of people. I'm proud of myself for getting through that and making sure that my main point did get across. So instead of focusing on the little negative things, refocusing on the bigger picture and the positive things that you have done. Next time you look in the mirror, right, and you say, oh my gosh, I can't believe 
you know, how terrible I look in this shirt or something like that. Instead, look in the mirror and accept your body. Understand what your body has done for you. Are you a mom? Have you carried children, right? Or are you someone who has done a lot of manual labor? Or maybe you're somebody who runs or walks or, you know, whatever it is that your body does for you. Instead of looking at your body and saying, you're not right, or you need to be different, or it needs to be better, or thinner, or more muscular, or whatever it is, can you just accept your body for what it is and thank it? Thank you. I'm so thankful my body allowed me to carry two children, two healthy children. I'm so thankful that my body allows me to get up and walk my dog every day. Thank you. You know, looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself, I love you. Truly loving yourself. We don't need to carry on with the self-talk that is so negative. It doesn't serve us. It's not going to serve you in the long run. There will be no growth. There will be nothing positive that comes out of telling yourself how terrible you are, especially on a regular basis. And I like to cover this point, especially with some of my new clients, specifically with my new clients who are overweight. And something I hear a lot from, you know, well, I shouldn't say just newer clients, any clients, but especially people that come to me because of the sole purpose that they want to lose weight. I hear a lot of really just sad self-talk, like, Things like, I'm disgusted with myself, I hate my body, I feel gross, I can't believe I look like this, you know, all of these things. And it's not just people that are overweight. I should even take that back because I have some clients that are within, well within what they should weigh and, you know, how they should look. And they still say, if I could just lose five more pounds. Well, I'm going to tell you guys something right now. If you don't love yourself right now where you're at, you're not going to love yourself five pounds thinner or lighter, I guess I should say. You're just not. I promise you that you losing five pounds, if, if you came to me and said, if I could lose X amount of pounds, I'd love myself and I could just snap my fingers and make you lose that amount of weight, I guarantee that your love for yourself would not have changed. It wouldn't. Because your size and the way you look does not dictate the kind of person that you are. And that's what this really all boils down to, is you should be looking on the inside and you should be looking for examples of how you live your life. How do you live your life? Are you a good person? Are you trying your best? Are you a wonderful mother? Are you a great father? You take care of your family. You are a good friend. You are a supportive coworker or mentor. Whatever it is that you are and that you do, that's what makes up the kind of person you are. Those are the things that count. Now, I'm not saying it's, you know, it's fine to have goals for how you look physically. Obviously, Sure, we all like to look our best when we go into public. I mean, most of the time. Sometimes I definitely leave my house in pajamas. But, (laughs) you know, I understand the, you know, everyone's a little bit vain. We have that vanity part to us. Of course, we want to make sure we're well-groomed and presentable, especially in certain situations. But 
When you talk a little deeper about love and acceptance, that has to come from deep within. That cannot be attached to any external part of you because that's all it is, is it's an external part of you. It doesn't matter what's on the outside. What matters is the kind of person you are and what you are putting out into the world, right? So if you don't love yourself now, you're not going to love yourself when you are thinner or stronger or whatever. You know, I think where the true magic comes from, and this is why I'm so obsessed with fitness and helping people along their fitness journey, is I will tell you, people don't love themselves more when they lose weight. The reason people love themselves more when they progress on a fitness journey is because there is so much internal growth that happens. You fall in love with yourself because of the commitment you make, of the hard work you put in, of the days that you get stronger mentally because you push past the I don't wanna. You push past the hitting snooze. You push past the I'm too tired tonight, I'm not gonna do it. You push past the excuses. And what that does is that builds your confidence as a person. So sure, your size might change or your looks may change a little, but what changes more is on the inside. So when you see people, and I think it's easy to see examples of this now with social media, if you follow anyone on social media like me or anything else and you watch people go through their health and fitness journey, you start to notice a difference in the light in their eyes, the shine of their skin, the degree of their smile. Those are the things that you start to notice right away, more than when you notice if someone loses weight or drops a pants size. You notice how happy they are, the look in their eyes. You notice their confidence, right? I mean, you can see confidence in a picture from someone who's trying to hide themselves or, you know, avoid eye contact with the camera and someone who is right in front of it, bright eyes, huge smile, like here I am in all my glory, And what I really find cool about a fitness journey or a health journey is not always the transformation in what the scale says, but the transformation of what happens between your two ears, inside your head. It is so amazing to see people take control of their life and feel fabulous for it. the confidence that people gain, the way that you feel so much stronger and better about yourself because you're pushing through and doing something hard. I mean, it feels good to do something hard and succeed at it. And what success looks like is totally up to you. But success doesn't have to be your weight. Success doesn't have to be your looks. Success isn't the group that you finally get to hang out with. You know, that love and that acceptance comes with that success of showing yourself that you're capable, that you're worthy, that you're here for a reason. I want each and every one of you listening to this podcast today to do a self-love little survey. I want you to sit and just for five minutes, write down 
every thought that passes your mind about yourself and really listen to what you're telling yourself. The self-talk that you are having every day are the conversations and comments that are going through your brain negative. Are they putting yourself down? Are you your biggest critic? And if so, I want you to start working on changing that. We can't always control our first thought, but we can always control our second thought. So what you need to start doing is being conscious and aware and recognize the thoughts that are crossing your mind on a daily basis. And can you stop those thoughts or catch them midway through or catch them right after they come through, reverse them, change them, follow them up with why they're not true. And if you can start to improve your self-talk, you will start to appreciate yourself and love yourself more. And sometimes loving yourself goes way beyond the self-talk, right? I mean, a lot of us have things that we need to heal from that have happened in the past. And that's why I'm a huge advocate for personal development, reading books, finding podcasts like this to listen to, figuring out what part of your journey is a part that you need to heal from and grow from and maybe release and let go so that you can truly start loving and accepting yourself as who you are right now without needing to make any changes or any judgment. And I promise that if you start going down the self-love journey, you will grow. It will take you down paths you never thought were there. It's going to open up a whole universe of opportunity that you probably never knew existed. I want you to start seeing the value in who you are as a human being on this planet. And the fact that the person that you are right now is enough. You are enough and you deserve your own love and undeniable acceptance of who you are. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.